the new channel. The new channel. Hashtag TNC now. The views, opinions, and insights expressed in the following shows are those of the host, producers, guests, and viewers. They do not necessarily reflect the position of the channel. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to the new channel, Our Passion Transforms, a community that sees all things new. I'm Nato Agbayani and I'm streaming from Quezon City. Good evening. Welcome to Parasabayan here on TNC. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here on Parasabayan. Tonight, we have a very special guest. Actually, he's my first cousin. <laughs> uh, his name is uh, Dr. Benigno Agbayani. He has, he has been uh, in the public forums, uh, as you may have known, uh, on COVID-19 and other related uh, public health issues. He has already been, um, well, he's also a strong advocate and vocal um, uh, advocate of these issues. No? Root cause medicine, fasting and low-carb uh, diet. Ban, banning of the sale of tobacco, corruption of science uh, and uh, medicine by Big Pharma, sports medicine and exercise. Also, he has given uh, four uh, major lectures in the past two years. So we have that bias, FDA, DOH versus ivermectin use. No? Very controversial, but uh, very critical in the discussions about uh, COVID-19. COVID-19 vaccines and coercion in the Philippines. Oh, diba? And then, of course, uh, he gave a lecture to the American Academy, the Philippine American Academy of Science and Engineering, and the UP School of Economics Alumni Association, and also focused protection instead of lockdowns in the pandemic. Of course, uh, without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome our uh, spe very special guest tonight, Dr. Benigno Igi Agbayani Jr. So, welcome. Hi, good evening. Good evening. Doc Igi, so, uh, Mr. Nato Agbayani. <laughs> Welcome to Para Sabayan. No? So, well, Para Sabayan is basically a show on public affairs. We discuss public issues like, uh, well, the last time we, we did agriculture and then technology. It's really how to move the country forward. No? But before anything else, I'd like to uh, ask you to give, in your own words, a little background about... Uh, I mean, your career, your career journey since uh, med school or since college, whatever. So please tell us more about uh, your journey in uh, the practice. Well, uh, I graduated from the UP College of Medicine in 1991. Uh, then I took up orthopedics at PGH and I went overseas for two years to train more on orthopedics. And then I came back as a professor at the UP College of Medicine Department of Orthopedics where I taught for seven years at the Department of Orthopedics at PGH. But uh, then I resigned because uh, my practice was getting busier. And uh, about somewhere about 10 years ago, I noticed that there are things that are lack in my 
my being a physician so i i thought that mm-hmm. i should also tell other people about what i'm learning outside of my school so i i wanted to share my awareness and usually it was started out in facebook and mm-hmm. a lot of friends now wanted me to talk about it so i i've learned so many things from friends colleagues and i do my research of course uh armchair researcher not really yung mga experiments no right but uh ano talaga i i came to realize that there are things that you must do independently of uh, mm-hmm. the institutions of our government and to think critically and yeah. so my they, they, i find that i do tend to be considered a parang contravida or i know but <laughs> I, I think i'm just being sharing my role as a an observer yeah. so but pe- people find that as a siyempre, kumukontra ka. So, so that's in my background and and i don't force myself onto other people but i do get invited I think they wanted right. to see uh, a second opinion or a, another point of view. Yeah. Uh, recently, you have been, um, well, uh, speaking in the public for uh, about, well, of course, COVID-19. All throughout, I think, during the pandemic, there uh, issues that uh, were raised. And um, amongst them is yung use of ivermectin, use of, uh, of course, also the the... Kasi parang, parang forced, di ba? <laughs> yung ating uh, vaccination. And uh, to the point that uh, people are being, uh, how do you call it, prejudiced, no? Uh, kasi there are, there are ano, no? Um, ang tawag nila doon, anti-vaxxers. For, 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 for good reason, I suppose, no? They, they have their reasons. And um, I, I know you have been very articulate about this. What are your quick thoughts, I mean, about the, the, those issues now that we're like almost, I don't know, how many percent uh, vaccinated? Uh, still, no? There's there's that stigma that if you're not vaccinated, eh, medyo, teka, hindi ka or stuff like that. What do you think about that? Uh, there is a mistrust. I think uh, we have to understand that uh, public health requires almost absolute trust. Because that's how... Uh, governments behave, how our, the Philippine public has behaved, to trust the institutions. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, nga, I think maybe beginning somewhere, I think the landmark events was the Dengvaksa issue. Yes. So that is to me a, parang a landmark event. And then there was this uh, syntaxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, those were events that happened before that may have something to do with what we're experiencing now. But right. worldwide, this is not nothing really new. But again, mm-hmm. thanks to the internet, I mean, more than siguro, uh, 12 years, many people have become active using the internet as a source of materials. It's mm-hmm. become easier to be uh, knowledgeable, informed, yes. so to speak. And hindi na tayo parang tatamad-tamad na bahala na ano, Department of Health, bahala na si Senator Ganyan o si whoever to mm-hmm. decide for us so i think yeah. uh through those things uh I, I i just don't complain naman i do read more onto these things i uh ask some experts i discuss it with my colleagues and my fellow doctors then i come out in public i, I give my opinion mm-hmm. yeah um Diba, isa lang tong COVID-19 eh. But uh, there are other public health issues like really access to basic health. And uh, there's like 42,000 barangays all over the Philippines. And ideally, there should be a barangay health center in each barangay maybe um, to get uh, primary health care. But what do you think? Where where are we lacking? Um, Are people getting access to health? Parang but I have a feeling, I mean, I'm, I'm not, uh, this is just my opinion, that of course the, the vaccination thing was also was also fueled by the resources of uh, Big Pharma. But itong questions like, you know, the, the basic 
the very basic uh, health issues of children, maternal maternal healthcare, yung ganun ba? Child mortality. There's so many other issues other than, of course, COVID. Para bang, uh, what do you think? Where are we? Where are we lagging, or where are we lacking in terms of providing healthcare for our people? Kasi ano eh, ang healthcare, even if you think of family, you know, mm-hmm. it's a big, uh, parang, uh, you deduct a lot from resources. Mm-hmm. But, siyempre, health is wealth. Pero in the, from the point of view of the government, sometimes hindi nila priority. And I think, first of all, it's the prioritization of health as mm-hmm. a problem sa uh, government and public health thing. Yes. The, the other problems follows, of course, yung, even the way we train doctors and nurses. Talaga, may tendency talaga na would, would, you would tend to leave the country rather than stay in the country. Because, of course, mm-hmm. first of all, yung pay is bigger in other countries. And it, apparently, it's a dream of many doctors to, you know, first behave like a scientist of the world, but save humanity. So to them, it doesn't matter whether Philipp- Philippines or world does serve Nila. But uh, I think it boils down to, again, yung ating priorities. Uh, we, we tend to belittle uh, the health issues. Yeah. When you go to the provinces, ano, I mean, this is really common. Or even here in Manila, people who come from the provinces and come here, uh, not for anything, uh, but coming from rural areas, they tend not to uh, get a checkup or go to the doctor because they're afraid na, you know, teka, pag nagpa-doctor ako, this is gonna cost money, I have to buy medicines and stuff like that. And it's 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 ingrained into the Filipino psyche, especially of the rural poor and of course even the the urban poor. Na talagang right. ano eh, it's a cost. It's a cost and uh, titiising ko na lang magwa-water therapy na lang ako kaysa magpa-doctor ako. Um because it's gonna cost me money. I, I mean, maybe it's yeah. it's a poverty mindset but but ganun eh. Uh, I would rather that... spend money on food rather than healthcare, diba? Your, your observations are accurate talaga. Yeah. Uh, it, it costs, well, just to look, give you a, a parang microscopic view of things muna. Mm-hmm. Then we go to the bigger things. Yes. Uh, to study medicine, you go through pre-med. Mm-hmm. So you spend four years in college and then five years of medical school. And then you are a general practitioner. You're not even a specialist or anything. So okay. that's already nine years. So and you're in not that yet alone, a specialist. Oh, you could be a general practitioner, and then you, of course, have to take the exam. So nine years uh, will take a family that is has to be well to do to allow you to study nine years without earning. While as your brother or sister who finishes a four-year course can immediately earn. Right. So that, that that shows you a problem in the medical field. Na, kanon na it really, it, hindi siya akma, hindi siya akma sa ating, you know, And I've suggested mm-hmm. to my friends in UP, for example, in the College of Medicine, that we should try to shorten the medical studies. And there is such thing as a seven-year course. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's supposed to be an experiment, intermed, and we call it intermed because it's seven years instead of the nine-year course. But it's an ongoing experiment for 35 years and so. So how come mm-hmm. we can't just make it that way, you know? Pero yun nga, that's one. The nursing problem. You you paid, you get paid a salary, starting salary, around 30,000 pesos starting as a nurse. Mm-hmm. So that a nurse overseas, somewhere around 300,000 pesos kung kukumbar po sa dollars. Parang hindi talaga... <laughs> you shouldn't be staying. You shouldn't really stay yeah. in the Philippines. That's right. Uh, and then, drug, drugs. You go to the pharmaceuticals. We compare... Our drugs are too much expensive compared to examples like India who are able mm-hmm. to produce their own drugs, who are able to 
be more uh, say savvy about it. Yes. And many other things na ano talaga na pwede natin sa nagawin to make it more uh, akin to the to what the Philippines would need. Mm-hmm. And there's so many Department of Health secretaries that have gone, come and gone. And I think they all have problems with dealing with bureaucracy, corruption. And mm-hmm. again, despite all the heart that some of the secretaries have gone through. And one of them was uh, a classmate of, of my dad, your uncle, si mm-hmm. Secretary Flavier. He had yes. all the heart and even mm-hmm. the brilliance. no. But kailangan talaga ano eh, continuous eh. you're you're only a secretary until the president uh ano changes and reappoints another yes. one so, but pa si Fauci nga eh. si Fauci is been there for the longest time uh, yes. professionalized but I, i'm not even emulating the us one of the worst uh, i think one of the worst if not the top 10 worst um, health system of the us we should not copy it we tend to yeah Parang, uh, looking at it, no, there's a lot, a lot of things that. Uh, well, you mentioned the uh, education in terms of uh, medical education. It's expensive. Only the affluent can really uh, afford it. And then also, in terms of infrastructure, um, I think my dad before used to do the rural health centers. He used to design it. But I was thinking, uh, okay, yon sa rural health centers. But you know. Um, you also need personnel. So you need to tool people to man those, hindi lang administration. I mean, you know, you really need doctors, nurses, paramedical workers, and stuff like that. And then you see the Cuban model, no? Uh, it's, it's like um, at, the, at the household level, they're able to provide healthcare. And are we too, are we too many? Are we... Is the Philippines too huge to to manage, or is the bureaucracy too? I don't want to say corrupt, but maybe that's the, or it's too bloated. Parang how, how do we arrest these problems? I mean, how where do we start? Dapat yeah. mamaya pa yung discussion natin, ah. Huh? You're, you're <laughs> correct about Cuba, yeah. no? Kaya lang mm-hmm. nga, we cannot really look at Cuba as something like the Philippines, because you know they are a well-controlled country. Uh, yeah. Of course, they're a communist state, and there are mm-hmm. things you could really do in in such places. And for one, hindi nga sila influenced by the United States, like I said. Yes. Big Pharma influences how health is run in the Philippines, and no mm-hmm. one is going to admit that, but uh, I know it's true. Uh, so there's that problem also. And if I say that, siyempre, that's corruption if Big Pharma influences the way our health mm-hmm. issues are being tackled in government but it's not uh know unique to the philippines yeah. i think it was uh international transparency international who made the paper back in 2014 saying that one of the most corrupt departments in the world is the health department in the world uh, mm-hmm. i'm not talking of just the philippines in the world uh, okay, okay. Uh, and it's very unique. It's hard to catch corruption. Because these those are scientists, those are doctors. Uh, how do you really, you know, just accuse them of conniving? Because we still trust uh, mm-hmm. our physicians, our in health institutions. But they have yeah. already said na malaki talaga ang corruption. And I'm very sure it affects the way our policies are made. Yeah, I think it's the whole infrastructure, the the you know the commission. Sorry, uh, the commissions and everything, and also lobbying policy. So it's really, it's really how do we call it? Uh, it's really been institutionalized. Now, um, moving forward into the next, I don't know, in the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years, we we see that uh, there's very little improvement in terms of really. Um, even well, we're 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 blessed in Quezon City. Each each barangay has a has a an ambulance. Pero in the provinces, my goodness, even in clusters of barangays, there are no ambulances. Even in the farthest, the far flung barangays, there's really nothing. And um, 
kaya nga yung traditional medicine, di ba? It's it's really well, well in a way that could help, but uh, of course that's that's uh, there's so so many things happening under the <laughs> in the health situation. Pagdating kasi if you look at things like ambulance, mga services, ng labs, X-rays, it boils down to the money. Of course, uh, yeah. local government that doesn't have money will not have budget to to keep those things running. Yeah. So it really boils down to the money. But I think that's also prioritizing. Uh, can government? Can central government really say, na, "Okay, a lot this much to your health uh, budget"? You mm-hmm. know, maybe we could do something about that. And yeah. nandun naman eh. Uh, like, sa COVID, I, I think when government wanted to put money, they were able to put, money. put money. Yeah. Even without anyone asking. Yeah. Parang talaga automatic. Kasi, I think it... I think it was politi- automatic. Political points. Political points. Uh, yeah. At the same time, I was looking, baka may kickback or whatever. <laughs> But yeah. Again, uh, I think... Policy-wise, I think 35% of the entire national budget was allocated to COVID response. So from the... Yeah, which is like... Um, <laughs> so you're left with 65% to run the bureaucracy, to run the government agencies on the national level. And even on the local level, 35% was automatically allotted to COVID response. So, I mean, it's as if it was the only... Is, uh, the budget... 35% of what budget? 35% of everything. The national budget? During the ano, during the pandemic. Doc, Diga, the I national mean, budget. National budget and even the local. The local budget. So parang automatically. Yeah, yeah. Just imagine. And a lot of it was realigned. Like 140 billion pesos. That's more than how many? More than the actual budget of the Department of Health. For exactly. a vaccine that has, that has not been tested. Mm-hmm. I mean, nagalat sila. They were buying already even hindi para lumalabas yung studies. That's how bad the health system is. It just tells you something about uh, policies of uh, public government, uh, public health pala. Mm-hmm. So that tells you something. Kasi yeah. it shouldn't be like that. You shouldn't be buying things like that without parang... Uh, I would say good safety studies, good uh, efficacy studies first. Matagal na these policies on health have been there for quite some time. Hindi naman bago ang WHO, hindi naman bago ang ating mga hospital systems. They, they were there because they didn't want things like this to happen. But <laughs> there are things that, you know, they manipulated the uh, Uh, our our crisis response. That's how they got yeah. away with it. Grabe, no? I mean, um, I don't know where to start, uh, Doc Iggy. No, yeah, how can yeah, you yeah. How about prepare things? They're good things. Naman to discuss them. Yeah, I mean, how can you repair something? Uh, this very this systemic, ano? Parang, I mean, maybe maybe we can discuss the good things. <laughs> I know. No. What would you say are the good things <laughs> so far? There are there are things that we can do. Yes. That will matter, and it won't really cost us so much. Mm-hmm. And I will just run through some of them. But sure, each, sure. Of, each of these things mm-hmm. are actually big topics in themselves. Mm-hmm. If you stop smoking, for example, in the Philippines, just pretty stop it. How much? Many billions of pesos we do save in terms of health. Mm-hmm. Uh, we save so many because we're not makakasakit from smoking-related problems. Mm-hmm. But you can't really just say stop it. But but if we yeah. if we can, it will save money. If, for example, we just say sugar is, you know, bad. Mm-hmm. Just make that as a policy or really put out all the advertisements, all the promotions or saying how bad sugar is to our health as much as they did for COVID, that would have saved another billions of pesos of diabetes expenses, dialysis, heart disease, 
It's just there. It's just there. Kailangan lang talaga tutukan. Structural, uh, ano? Uh, let's talk about ano pa, promotion of uh, exercise. Uh, that's another big thing. Pero the way it's been promoted kasi, uh, iba eh. Iba yung style ng promotion ng exercise natin eh. Hardly part of the big picture. You can see a few people saying this, saying that, pero hindi rin naiintindihan ng mga tao, eh, ba't pa ako mag-exercise? Eh, may trabaho naman ako, pagod ako, etc. Uh, let's, ano pa ba, pwede natin, ano, mga big topics eh. Uh, certainly, Nandiyan na nga yung infection and uh, management of crisis. Nandiyan talaga yan. Pero yun nga, I think uh, we, we believe in experts that should not have been believed, for example, in that problem. Because if I were to ask my, for example, my school, if you have a pandemic and we could get the experts, who, what kind of expert would you ask? Yeah. You would ask the public health specialists. You would ask ask the epidemiologists. They are really the personal. But go ahead. Can you look for a public health specialist talking about COVID-19 in the Philippines? You can't. Wala eh. There are, right. pero they're not being asked. They're not the ones advising government. Because they would have a different take on things. And, and we doctors know that. Or yeah. the people at the Department of Health know that. Uh, yes, you can ask the infectious disease. Pero infectious disease, specialist. For example, our expert that we listen to is an expert in HIV. Mm-hmm. Another one is an expert in uh, tuberculosis. Yes. But when, when, when a new pandemic arrives, it's the one that has experience in the Philippines. We're the public health doctors. Yeah. And they are connected to... They had experience. I, I I will not mention his name. But yes. when I ask him, why doesn't he become more vocal about it? And then I ask what else he's doing. He's actually hired by the WHO. Mm-hmm. So may conflict ng konti sa akin yun kasi how can you be part of the WHO and the Department of Health? Parang ano, two, dalawang amo mo eh. Yeah. You cannot be just, just following <laughs> the, the WHO although some people say that o parang yun ang, ano eh, yun ang ating uh, among Catholics siyempre, parang Vatican. No? Mm-hmm. But that's not true in science. In science, it's uh, open discussion. No one is an absolutely right thing. There, there are experts, but in public health, for example, you want some kind of saying na, okay, we have discussed among all our scientists here who are open-minded, who are, are not uh, suppressed to come out to the public health policy. Which, where, where was that? Yeah. Hindi mo nakikita yun. There is no such thing. Right. Unlike in Sweden, when when they were asked, oh, how come you did this? And so many people died from the, in the nursing home in COVID-19. Tinanong yung Department of Health ng Sweden. We made a mistake. Sinabi niya ganun. That's how candid they are and so honest that they should have really concentrated on protecting the elderly. And yeah. when he said, how did you come out with these new strategies? It was discussed among more than a hundred scientists within their their, their, know, their group. Which is yeah. not parang sa kanila strange kasi they had a plan. These these pandemics mm-hmm. are not parang unpredictable. Correct. They were expected to arrive. Yeah. And they plan naman. And then something else changed. We, we followed uh, a plan hoisted upon by the the I know, the people from China because apparently they yeah. should have been the first and would have known. But their pandemic response is, to me, has caused more problems. Than, and there is proof now that the mm. lactose have hurt our health, our economy, and, and, and overall, probably not helpful at all. Yeah. Okay. So, Iggy, uh, Doc Iggy, no? Um, Uh, we will just take a short break. I just like to shout out sa isa nating uh, viewers, si Kayen Persona. So she's saying, good evening, Doc Iggy. Sana hindi magsabay ang oras ng programa nyo sa CDC. 
<laughs> Salamat. <Tapos> so, <laughs> so anyway, we'll go right into a short break, uh, Doc Iggy, and then we'll come back. Ang dami na natin na-discuss uh, earlier. So uh, we'll be back uh, sa lahat ng viewers natin. See you in a while. Doc Iggy, uh, we'll be right back. Juan Lu and his puppets face to face with special guests Makata Tawanan, Jess Box, and the Lunaria Marionette Show. Salita, alam na tito ano kung nala ako, magsasalita ka ng isa. <laughs> kung wala ako, wala kang masusuot. Kung wala ako, wala kang nakakain. <laughs> November 13, Sunday, 7 p.m., at the La Verdad Auditorium in Apalit, Pampanga. Buy your tickets now and see you soon, face to face. still watching uh, Para Sabayan here on the new channel. So um, please watch all our other shows. The new channel is an online alternative new media platform of online shows for people on the go. Please watch all our shows as seen on the screen. Imagine having your own show, your own playlist, your own content, but we make it easier for you. TNC aims to transform the lives of our viewers through engaging, authentic, 
and original content. Our channel is a responsible global 24-7 platform that showcases the Filipino talent, global influencers, cultural intelligence, and ingenuity. So, also, you can watch us live or replay via Facebook or YouTube. Follow us on IG. Listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just search hashtag TNC now. Also, for sponsorships, please email now at newchannel.com or send us a DM. Enjoy these life-changing shows because we made them all for you. So, thank you. We're back on the new channel here on Parasubayan. Let's bring back our guest, our special guest, uh, Dr. Benigno Igi Agbayani Jr. So, good evening uh, once again, uh, Doc Igi. So, kanina, we were able to discuss a, a whole lot, no? Um, a little about your journey as a, as a uh, physician, also your alternate journey of uh, um, uh, finding out awareness. Who, Oh, the public health awareness, etc. And then we also discussed um, uh, the different issues, and then also the possible uh, simple, no, simple and costly solutions like uh, uh, anti-tobacco campaign. Also, the sugar. There's there's like billions and billions of pesos that could be that could be uh, saved or yeah. uh, from these uh, efforts. I'd like to continue on that. No, um, for example, tobacco. Diba, sin taxes. I think you were also an advocate of the sin taxes. No, no. When I'm you, against. I'm against. Ah, you're against sin taxes. Ah, you're totally against the the use. Well, I wouldn't use the word totally, pero I'm against it. Pero when you say like, um, if if we are to like promote a policy or legislate something. Na would end or probably um, face out the use of tobacco or sugar. How, how, Which the how syntaxes do does not want to. The syntaxes wants want to, to to continue it, but pay higher taxes. Pay higher taxes, so parang that, those taxes can be used to also and, for health. And there's something wrong. There's something wrong. It rewards the government. Parang ano, no? O sige, taasan natin ang taxes, tapos babalik mo sa gobyerno, tapos yung gobyerno gagastos uli sa pag uh, re-repair ng mga tao. <laughs> May sakit na sa baga. Uh, it doesn't make sense, eh. Parang, yeah. Alam mo, papatayin ko yung ano mo, pero ito, may pera para sa kabaong nila. <laughs> Tama, di ba? And yet, to that's me, that's so it. obvious. I'm talking to experts, my professors, some of our friends. They don't get it. I don't understand why they don't get it. It's so simple to see. Mm -hmm. You are, as a layman, I just told you a simple example. Uh, yes. I, I'm causing the death of your families, but don't worry. Because of the taxes, we will pay for their coffins. Doesn't really make sense. And, and then, as, as politicians, yung, yung ganyan, trabaho ng politician yan eh. When you ask me as a doctor, my advice cannot be to deal with taxes. I'm not a politician. The experts, the doctors should say, it's a bad thing. Why why, why even bother dealing with them? Kaya dapat ang position ng doctors. But if you want to deal with them, huwag yun na kami idami dyan, basta sinasabi namin. It's killing people. It's causing cancer, uh, heart disease, so many lung disease. So that's our position. Stop it. Oh, yun so, palang so, you solve so, the top. Yun palang you solve the top killers. Eh. Yeah, in fact, one of the most published scientists even said that, you know what? If you stop smoking, you probably would have caused less death to COVID nineteen. And this sure. is the most published scientist. Uh, his name is uh, he's a Greek origin from California, but he's one of the most published scientists. Arinidas, Professor Arinidas mm -hmm. said that. I was saying uh, that if you give vitamin D, how much it would have helped a lot of people. Fight COVID-19. Vitamin D, right? Yeah, fight COVID-19, help with respiratory illnesses, improve our immune system, 
prevent osteoporotic fractures, uh, so many things. And, you know, to promote as much as they promoted vaccines, we could have stopped so many diseases as well, including a COVID-19. They are now seeing uh, randomized controlled trials and studies that show people with higher vitamin D are, are able to fight off COVID-19 much better. These are RCTs or randomized controlled trials. Right. Let's, I understand, no? I mean, come to think of it, all those billions of pesos we could save by simply doing uh, things like that, no? Let's let's go to sugar. This is like, this is common. Uh, I have it. <laughs> My relatives have it. So yeah, yeah. what if we regulate and educate people about, uh, well, sugar is really a poison, right? Yeah. <laughs> In effect, it's a legal poison. Yeah. Uh, the doctors have begun to say that we should have a limit of number of sugars or amount of sugars that a person can eat in a day. Yeah. This came out, I think, somewhere 2015. Mm-hmm. And it's still there. And it's actually getting more media mileage. But media mileage requires money. Right. We receive. <laughs> and... Mm-hmm. Sugar is a big industry. You you get my point. In this, uh, mm. it, it it's there. The advice is there, but there's no impetus for the Department of Health to spend money to on stop. to say right. that okay, here are here is what the Diabetes Society is saying. Uh, let's stop this. Uh, can I ask the government, the the politicians, to find out ways? to get going, like they're doing, right? They're asking, yeah. for example, Samas, they've, they've made mass mandatory. Mm-hmm. They prevented you from going inside buildings without a mask. So why can't they do that for something that would save thousands of lives, billions of pesos in, in public health money? But yeah, because there's an industry that's blocking it. And, yeah, it's and a whole value chain. Something similar is happening to COVID-19 and we can talk yeah. about that as another big topic if you want. Yeah. I mean, sugar alone, like the whole value chain of dialysis machines, dialysis centers, um, metformin. Okay. Uh, all for the... example, let's talk about dialysis. Do you know that you cannot actually buy a kidney? To have a kidney transplant. My father died, as you know, he had yes. kidney cancer. And, you know, people say, magpa-kidney transplant ka. But he said he's too old. He doesn't want another person to suffer. Yes. It's true. But, in, in fact, it is helpful to give a kidney. It will save thousands of pesos. Mm-hmm. But we have banned it. We have made a law saying you cannot sell your kidney. You cannot effect. sell your kidney. Oh, the fact is, mm-hmm. it's hard to find someone who would give it. And wa- voila, suddenly you have dialysis centers all over the Philippines. It's like There's symbiotic, no? Oh, they block to lay na sinasabi, tama yung law na yan. Dapat talaga bawal ang kidney transplant. And these are voices coming from people who profit. Unfortunately, ganun talaga ang reality. So, Right now, you can only get a kidney if it's donated? Yes. Is that right? You cannot yes. purchase because dinimonize nila yung, ano, yung mga nagbebenta ng organ, mga yes. organ. Sabi nila, uh, it's parang abuse of people who give their kidneys. And they will show examples na nagbayad ng 20,000 for their one kidney. Siyempre parang ang sakit panoorin. Na, may horror stories na, pa eh. True. Pinatay, kinidnap. There, there is another way to do it. Put yeah. in law that a patient who will sell the kidney must have the following payments. Must receive life uh, health insurance, must be at least paid this much. Yun dapat ang ginawa, hindi yung ban the sale and let it 
be harder for kidney. You know. So these are little things and nuances. Yes, yes. Uh, hard for me to to defend. I would be parang may ano yan, may backlash yan sa akin. Ay, si Dr. Agdeani. Walang pakiramit sa mga inabuso ng mga kidnapper, etc. That's oh. not true. And each of these yeah. topics, smoking, uh, sugar, meron niyang kalabang parate. And, and politics yeah. is part of that. How do you play with these tobacco companies? What can we get? Can we get more taxes from them? So, ganun rin. Uh, these uh, kidney transplants, uh, <laughs> public public uh, perception is masama na magbebenta ng kidney. Uh, mm-hmm. Ano pa ba? Let's talk about even circumcision. Yeah. You know that there, there is no evidence that circumcision is actually healthy except for one study in Africa na very mm-hmm. healthy you know, and you know, things like that. And yet, we allow the fact that there are people who get infected from circumcision. Children. Right. Mm-hmm. So, well, you know, these things are parang may socio-political aspects and cultural aspects yeah. that should be discussed. It's like, I, I, I get what you're saying that uh, there are certain, of course, um, we don't want to call it conspiracy theories, but uh, the, the reality is that simple solutions, like for example, regulating the use of sugar, uh, strongly regulating the use of tobacco, for example, is going to save this government and save our people a lot, lot, lot more money. Uh, that could have been put into more, uh, like like I said, primary health care, uh, barangay health centers, barangay health workers, para work, para para medical workers, di ba? Parang, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about your primary health care. That's a very important Yes, yes. Thing. In okay. 2020, when the COVID was para wala pang solution, hmm. and there were some success already in some countries, like Germany, for example, they were saying, we are doing well because we have a great primary health care system. And they were right. Because mm-hmm. you were able to study it, they were able to manage it well. That was soon as after. But Shabre, you cannot suddenly start a primary health care system in the Philippines. Right. You, you need training, you need people, you need... Uh, but there you go. We have been sleeping on this uh, problem for a long time. It is not new. Primary health care in the Philippines because it's preventive. That should yeah. also be tackled your diabetes, sugar intake, etc. Mm-hmm. under the primary health care system. Pero weak na. But who yeah. really loves prevention? Tell me, can you make money out of prevention? Government saves, but... Yeah. There's a group of people who won't make money if you prevent lung cancer, if you prevent diabetes. And we should be aware of them. And we should actually warn them that uh, we are aware of you. Yeah. I mean, come to think of it, no? Um, I think institutions like CDC, no? Yung uh, Concerned Doctors and um, uh, the the organization uh, of the Philippines... (laughs) This is this is, these are your advocacies, right? Yes. So far, so it's the first time I've heard you speak on those things. Um, sayang, no. I uh, maybe like in the future we can discuss it separately, and yet you know the impact is so so huge. And you're right because the 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 public relations infrastructure of of people who are profiting from this is is really so strong and so huge yun yung ano no para um indirectly doc iggy no they're also responsible for the deaths of those people who have right. been at the end of the day right. yeah there's a moral responsibility na there's so many filipinos who have died because of this can i tell you a story na to na sure sure in 2020, around, I think it was August, so kakaumpisa pa lang ng COVID, mm-hmm. I already saw a scientist claim that these lockdowns are bad. These lockdowns are wrong. You should not prevent people from traveling kasi 
nandun na eh, kumalat na raw. Mm-hmm. He was saying, stop it, don't copy China. So I, I read him and then I did some research. I really thought he's correct. Tama, I think he's right. The, the natural patterns of pandemics really rise and fall. So we shouldn't do this uh, coercion, uh, yung mga ginawa natin to stop people from working, etc. Which has cost mm-hmm. billions of pesos and lives as well. And now, uh, and those things were promoted, uh, yung mga lockdowns na yun by DOH and some of the experts are still here today. Yeah. But recently, I've heard that one doctor who was saying he'd like to say that he was wrong. Even Fauci is now saying he was wrong. Yeah. But you are right. They have cost lives. Yes. But look, I was mm-hmm. saying, I was saying on a program, a radio program, we should rethink this COVID in 2020, uh, two years ago, that lockdowns mm-hmm. don't work. Because there were published papers and even talks about that thing. I even spoke to a alumni of uh, economists. Mm-mm the UP. I spoke about the topic in November 2020 that we should not do lockdowns because there's evidence now showing that lockdowns is hurting the world. Uh, the, the children, what we call it, the national, the WHO connected, UNICEF, yes. gave a prediction that lockdowns would have caused millions of uh, deaths among children because of the economic uh, effect of the lockdowns. They were the ones who said that, and I think it became true. And then, I don't know, I, I mean, this is maybe not scientific, but uh, the mental health, <laughs> mental it health is, uh, problems of the young people, scientific. even, not just the young people, even us. Grumabe, <laughs> yeah. yeah. People think, uh, but public health and epidemiologists, scientists, know this. And yeah. because they know it, they should be guilty of of not acting on it. And because yeah. I knew it, I made it a point to go public about it. I really did my best to inform everyone that lockdowns don't work. I spoke to a IATF person telling me, can you tell this information to the IATF? So no mabot po sa DOH. We wanted an appointment with Duterte, but we couldn't get a chance to speak with Duterte. Yeah. But, but now, looking back, I really see it as part of a bigger plan. Kaya talagang no one would really want to listen to us. It's part of a bigger plan. So you call me, they call me a conspiracy theorist. But hey, I have the, the, the studies now which show that I was right and you yeah. were wrong. Harvard right. just came out publishing a paper about it. That lockdowns have cost us more than the than the, the pandemic itself. Yeah. So and where are the apologies? Where are the apologies? Where are the peop- the heads to roll? I mean, kahit yun lang eh. I mean, but as you say, lives, it costs lives uh, from yung depression, from health, yeah. from missed cancer cases, miss. Hindi pa natin na document yan. Dami pa. And probably Your they're entire... not trying to. Do- yeah, they're trying not trying to document it. Yeah, yung from the deaths. Uh, sorry, ah, uh, the suicides and all those things that have happened in the past. We we have not documented that. We have not documented uh, those things that have. Sorry, uh, some but, more. But it's been the documented rapes. in the. It's been documented in the U.S. Yeah. There are so cases also of, of pandemic rapes in households that have not been documented, uh, you know. Yeah, uh, so there's so many things. Anyway, Doc Iggy, we have so little time. <laughs> I hope we had more, like three more hours now. But given the, our last five minutes, what would you want to tell our viewers? I mean... Uh, I understand now. Now I realize that there's so much more responsibility that government and even the local government units and everybody, uh, the stakeholders, uh, there's so much moral responsibility given the deaths that have happened. 
also because of non-prevention of key 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 conditions, no, like diabetes, lung cancers, stuff like this. So, what 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 can you tell the public, our viewers, right now on uh, para sabaya? Let's be more aware of these things. We we have to study it. Listen to independent doctors who are not in who have no conflicts of interest. There are doctors out there who, and there are real experts out there as well. But the, the part na no conflict of interest is hard to find. Mm -hmm. Therefore, in the end, you will you will have to do your own research as well, to to find the truth. In science, yeah. it's always a constant thing. Public health, however, we have damaged public health trust, mm -hmm. and our government, I think needs to do something drastic to, to correct this public health trust issue. Mm -hmm. I don't think a simple apology by saying, I we didn't know because unfortunately many Filipinos knew that there was something mm -hmm. wrong. Yeah. So I, I think public health needs to be fixed first for trust um, and I think leadership. Leadership, unfortunately, is dictated by our politicians, and I hope they have the heart, the 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 morality, the the vision to see that there is a better way. Uh, enriching oneself, your family, your friends, it's not at all the best way. It's not the. It's it's one of those things that we should fight. I know you people simply call it corruption, but yeah. on, on a deeper level, it's really. A leadership role of our uh, politicians and yes of course uh, the head of the state is above it all and kasabihan nga di ba pag bulok ang ulo ng isda mabubulok yung buong isda mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, we did our best to try to talk to Duterte but along the way we were always being hampered by people by his cordon sanitaire yeah those who have the interests. Well, anyway, Igi, the thank you so much for joining us uh, on Para Sabayan. Um, it was really very enlightening for me and uh, for our audiences. Uh, hopefully, we can have other fora that uh, we can invite you. There's so much to discuss. There's so much uh, moral responsibility. <laughs> That's that's been uh, that's been uh, taken for granted in this in these issues. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to thank, of course, our special guest today uh, tonight, uh, Doctor Benigno Igi Agbayani, of uh, the Concerned Doctors and Citizens of the Philippines, and uh, hopefully there will be other venues, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, also, we'd like to thank. Uh, uh, Jason Isaac of uh, Cafeteria Studio for our photos and also Elise Estrada of Eli Laura Therapy for for helping us out in this show. So, Doc Igi, thank you so much. Hope to see you soon. Huh? Let's, maka pwede mag-volunteer dyan sa CDC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are okay, all volunteers. Okay. We are volunteers. I, 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 didn't, I didn't create it. I... I didn't volunteer. I was sort of forced into it. <laughs> Accident. I think there's, there's a face. Siguro may Facebook page. Yeah, but it's always ah, sige, shadow sige. ban. There's a Facebook page, shadow ban. Okay. We'll we'll I know. Huh? We'll <laughs> we'll join. We'll find out. We'll find a way to get some more people to join in. Anyway, Iggy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Uh, everybody would like. Thank you, thank you. We'd like to thank all the viewers also for watching us tonight. Um, watch the replay and hopefully uh, we can, the, the discussion snowballs into something bigger so we can help our country. Uh, this is Nato Agbayani, Para Sabayan. Yes. Okay, Doc Igi, thank you. Good night, everyone. God bless you all. Thank you for watching our show. Thank you. Bye-bye.
Thanks, Direct. Thank you.